0: He says it's looking good. A new variety of red raspberries. Oh, baby, developed here in Washington State baby, by a longtime plant breeder who specialized in red raspberries based out of Puyallup. Welcome back to The Farming Show. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI News Talk 790, as well as the Save Family Farming podcast on SoundCloud. We'd love to have you subscribe there. Uh, You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts and stay connected and get new episodes every week from what we've been talking about, about farming in Whatcom County and Skagit County uh, and really all over the Pacific Northwest uh, with Save Family Farming's affiliate, Uh, around the state, and especially over in eastern Washington. We talk with those folks sometimes here on the program. Um, Red raspberries, of course, huge here in Whatcom County, more so than really anywhere else. Um, Well, at least when we're talking about processed and frozen red raspberries like we do here, more important here than anywhere else in the country, basically. Um, And a lot of folks know that I grew up on a red raspberry farm my dad's still growing red raspberries, and one of the guys that he's worked with and uh, been involved in research with, you know, my dad gets to be the guinea pig oftentimes, trying out new kinds of berries from this plant breeder. Pat Moore joins us on the program, and he has what he says is probably the best thing. Pat, you're saying this is this is the best um, variety you've developed in your 31 years there at WSU.
1: I hope so. Um, I mean, it's it's always um, comes down to can the growers grow it? Can the processors buy it? Um, so if if it meets their meat needs, um, yeah, it's a success. But I like the flavor of it. I like the yield. A lot of the most every trade of it that it has, just about.
0: So talk so about, let, let's step back, and th- this new variety is called Cascade Premier, and I want to talk more about yeah. why it's so great. Obviously, you talk about the flavor, and that's something that consumers think a lot about. The people who have yeah. to deal with growing it and picking it sometimes forget, oh yeah, it's got to taste good, too, <laughs> because they're worried yeah. about, you know, <laughs> yeah. how well does it grow? Is it resistant to disease? It, you know, how well does it harvest? That kind of stuff. We can get into why that's so important and, and what the characteristics of this variety that you've developed are, but let's step back a little bit to this idea of developing new new varieties for someone not acquainted with this world well, you grow raspberries isn't that just good enough what, what, what's the matter why you got to <laughs> keep developing this new stuff and keep doing all this this research and yeah. and <laughs> it, it, if i'm going to summarize it well it's there are always issues right pat that that need to mm-hmm. be worked on and, and you can do something better and, and varieties that were once great sometimes develop new issues right
1: oh yeah I mean, when I started working, uh, the main cultivar was uh, Willamette in the nor- the north, at least in w- northern Washington. Right. Um, now Willamettes pretty much disappeared commercially. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's uh, Meeker is fifty uh, percent of the um, Washington industry.
0: Now and, and, so, and those are yeah, some familiar change. names, especially Willamette. I mean people yes. are familiar with the Willamette yeah. name, the Willamette Valley, the Willamette River in Oregon. so that's what that's named yep. after. When When was that developed and how long was that around for? What's the history?
1: Uh, uh, Willamette was released in 1943 way back um, out of out of the USDA in Corvallis.
0: Okay, so that was developed in by a federal program in yes, and, and did they i mean how much different was was raspberry or, or plant breeding in general at at that point in history another a long time ago
1: um I'm not sure I wasn't around then um but it 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely changed. Um, I think there's a lot more um, traits that the, the growers and the processors want now. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas before, if they came up with a raspberry that yielded well, that probably was it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's definitely changed over the years. Disease what? resistance is a real issue.
0: And isn't another thing harvestability? Since that time, oh, I mean, definitely. that was long before the era of mechanical. Harvest of red raspberries, so that that's kind of the game changer in what what uh, commercial growers' needs are, right?
1: Yeah, oh, definitely, it has to machine harvest,
0: <laughs> and in for instance, Willamette machine harvest, but the way it does requires quite a bit of work to stay on top of it. If I recall, I know my dad had Willamettes for a time. Interestingly, mm-hmm. he put them in after he had a newer variety. He put that old variety in for I think he had some for about ten years. That was based on you know market demands, and there there were some buyers out there who had been used to buying Willamette fruit for decades, oh, yeah. and they were having a hard time finding finding it. So my dad said, okay, I'll put some some of those old Willamettes in, and and uh, you know kind of fill that niche. Well, things have kind of moved on since then, and and the next variety was Meeker. You mentioned that. Yes. Um, some people, at least regional history buffs, may be familiar with that name, especially down in that area where you're at in in Puyallup, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Uh, Ezra, yes. Ezra Meeker, if I recall, being the yes. name of a pioneer or something in, in that area. Um, yeah, he
1: was a pioneer back in the, or, you know, he was here at Puyallup, uh, turn of the century, 1900, whatever. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it was a while ago.
0: So again, showing that these are very much um, Pacific Northwest and and even Western Washington and Oregon developed um, plants. So Meeker has been the big deal for a long, long time. Uh, And that came out, what, in the 60s? Yeah,
1: 1967. And it was released by Chet Schwartz with WSU.
0: So another WSU uh, of kind of your predecessors there in the the plant breeding Mm -hmm. program at WSU? Yes, So Um, what's the problem with meeker? I mean, everybody up until 10, 15 years ago pretty much had meeker in commercial production out here. Well, back, oh,
1: gee, I don't know when it it, it shifted, but it it used to be that you could get, say, 12 years of harvest. Mm -hmm. Um, Now with changes in the disease issues, um, it's changed to like five or six and Meeker is susceptible to root rot. It's susceptible to, to uh, a virus disease, Raspberry Bushy Dwarf Virus, um, and a few other things. In addition to that, but so its disease is an issue, um, and it's just yeah, Meeker has uh, been around for a long time. But I think th- the the reason it probably is still being around so much is that it's a processing berry, and if they sell it to a jam maker they know exactly what to do with meeker fruit. Their Um, their recipes for making jams or jelly or
0: whatever it is that they're making is kind of already set to the flavor profile of the meeker.
1: Yes, that that, that they know what they're going to get if they harvest X amount of of, of, uh, meeker raspberries. They don't know what the quality is going to be if they do something else. Uh, one of the new ones, and that's always a challenge. They've, there's got to be somebody that steps up and tries some of them um, and s- on a commercial basis and see how well it, it works.
0: So when you're developing new varieties now that deal with some of these problems that Meeker has, you know, with the disease and longevity mm-hmm. and whatnot, yeah. are you trying to come up with something that emulates the good things about Meeker, which is the flavor and the production and the harvestability, Um but at the same time fixes these things or, or, or do you kind of think even beyond that box as far as something with a different flavor? I mean, how how far a field can you go with a, a variety as far as what it looks like and tastes like and things like that?
1: Yeah. We'll see how, how you know, this, this, uh, Cascade Premier, um, is very similar to Meeker in a number of traits. Um, let's see here. Um, it's, got, Excuse me. It's more. It's more similar to Willamette.
0: Okay. Um,
1: soluble solids, the amount of sugars, mm. is very similar between uh, Cascade Harvest or Cascade Premier and Willamette. Also, the the pH of the the fruit is about the same as Willamette, and the titratable acidity that what gives it a tart flavor um, is also very similar. The one difference is the anthocyanin co- content, and that's much. Closer to, um, I mean, Willamette was very dark. Beaker right. was lighter. Um, this is a little bit lighter. Um, it's uh, if you measure the anthocyanins, it's sixty-one for Beaker and fifty for um, Cascade um, Premier. So, so, so it's even it's lighter, lighter than Beaker. So, so, that's color. a question. Yes, um, I hope that it's it's, it's dark enough. Um, it's better than than several of the other ones that have been uh, have come out um but it 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 seem i mean it has the, the acidity and all the and the sugars and all the other traits um which we're looking for
0: Plant breeder, and and specifically red raspberry plant breeder, Pat Moore, is mm-hmm. our guest right now on the Farming Show here on KGMI. Uh, our sponsor, by the way, uh, Pape Kenworth Northwest, brand new location on Iowa Street in Bellingham. So if you need parts, you need service, you need new rigs, um, they've got what you need there in Bellingham. Make sure to check them out. And when you do, say thanks to them for supporting the Farm Show. Pat Moore again with us. Pat. Um, talk about this this Cascade premiere that you've developed, new red raspberry variety. It's not the first one that you've developed. Mm-hmm. I, I know you, there are a no. few other Cascade. What was there? Cascade <laughs> Harvest and Cascade Summer. I'm trying to remember the names of some of the other ones that, yeah. that, you, that you've worked on.
1: That, that yeah, I've released um, ten raspberries altogether um, since I've been here. I it's, now it's been 31 years or 32 years. Um, But uh, Cascade Delight's one of them. Cascade Bounty is another um, that some growers, if they have real bad root rot, they can't grow anything else. um, They can grow that, Mm. Um, and it generally survives pretty well. The fruit quality is not really as good as we would like, but it it will produce the fruit. Um, Whereas a lot of them won't, and then Cascade Harvest is another one you mentioned, Um, and then Cascade Premier is those are the ones that are really going around. Then there's Cascade Gold, which is a sort of a novelty. It's a it's a gold fruited Hmm. red raspberry. Botanically, it's a red raspberry, but it's it's gold fruit colored. uh, I've had those before. Genetic trait. (laughs) I
0: I, I tried those when those were at least those are some gold colored. It's a, like you said, Mm -hmm. it's a red raspberry. It tastes like a red raspberry. If you were blindfolded, you'd have no idea. Uh, But I Uh tried some of those when when they were out in a test plot at my dad's place. It's kind of a a strange experience because you're expecting, because of the color, (laughs) you're expecting it to taste different. But it it tastes no different than a a red raspberry.
1: And my wife, that's her favorite flavored one.
0: (laughs) So. Just everybody put blindfolds on and you'll be good. It's a really <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, ta- let's talk people, about that. Talk about the the color issue though. This is a big deal, and there are kind of two oh, different yeah. markets. Really, the process market, which most of the growers around here are into, they want dark fruit, right? And the, right. the fresh right. market wants a light fruit.
1: Yes, lighter fruit. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know the the color of, of Cascade uh, uh, Premier is very similar to Meeker, mm-hmm. um, so I mean it's it's a bit less uh, if you measure the anthocyanins. It's 80% of the amount of Meeker, um, so it's yes, it's definitely lower, but it but it is um, reasonably good. And uh, when the transition went from Willamette to uh, Meeker, that was an, also a very large shift in the the color. So maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: How do you go about coming up with a new variety? I mean, is this all <laughs> like science lab kind of stuff with test tubes and, and that sort of thing? Or, or, or does it start in the field and just crossing different flowers the way people would think of, you know, basic kinds of crossbreeding of things? Or I, I guess it, it's kind of more than my brain can get started on. Where, where would you even start doing that?
1: It's a little bit of everything. Um, You have to be a generalist. Um, So the cross for this was made in 2007. Um, I crossed a selection um, that was um, large-fruited and very firm. Um, and crossed it with something that was a very small one, but it had a lot of druplets per fruit. And I thought that might be a novel um, thing to, to get a lot of fruit, uh, a lot of druplets on the fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm at P- WSU Puyallup. Uh We do not have a machine harvester here. Okay. But we have a lot of root rot um, land <laughs> <laughs> Um So a lot of the stuff that we grow here um, comes out uh, resistant Mm. or tolerant, um, which is good. Um, Some of the growers back in 2007 um, wanted me to try making my selections while I'm riding a machine harvester. And so I took all the seedlings I had that year and divided them into two groups. Um, and half of them went to, or I mean, half of them went to Mount Vernon and half of them stayed at Puyallup and we, um, I made my selections right in the machine or walking the field in the root rot area. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at what parents wound up being, uh, selected as, as selections and they were completely different, whether you were putting them in a root rot area or one that didn't have as much root rot, but was machine harvested. And Cascade Premier was in the machine-harvested planting. Um, so it was selected as an individual plant in the field um, after it was machine-harvested. Um, from there, it went to um, a plot up at your—I can't remember if it's up to your place or not. I know it's been there. Um, Probably and been in my dad's firm,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and in some, some small plots um, and harvested that where we could look at a lot more food— uh, fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after it looked good in those, um, we um, propagated up some more plants and put them at uh, Puyallup to see how they would stand up to root rot. Also put them into pla- uh, planting where we would be able to collect data from it. So hand harvest stuff and collect the yield every harvest and, and that sort of stuff. Um, and then when it reaches that point, uh, we start going it having it propagated and sent out to commercial growers. Um, and have them um, see whether it looks good or not. And generally, the the um, response has been pretty good.
0: Good. Well, you can see why this takes years to do this because each yeah. each cycle it takes a year because that's the the plant's natural cycle. Really, actually, a two-year cycle from from yeah. uh, young growth to fruiting. Um, so yeah, it's it's a slow process. But you've gotten there. You say the growers so far mm-hmm. are happy about this. Um, You did mention to me before we came on, this is not necessarily something that people can get for their gardens yet, though, because it's still kind of... Going through the going through the ringer in commercial production to see if it stands up, right?
1: Well, it's it's it's, it's partially that that yes, that, that, that people want to find out what it's actually going to do commercially. The other part of it is is the commercial growers are the ones that um, use a lot of plants, right? And they're the ones that they want to uh, sell the plants to first. And once that sort of gets set up in place, and they they're able to produce more plants. That might go to home homeowners and stuff like that. But that's going to take a while before that will occur.
0: So it may be, it may be a few years yet before people could have this in their garden, but there, I'm sure there's people thinking about it already. Um, oh, definitely. Pat- <laughs> Pat Moore with us, um, many years, 31 years now at uh, WSU P- Puyallup, um, plant breeder, been working on red raspberries for a long time. I'm glad to have him with me here on the program. I know I've talked with him multiple times out at my dad's farm where he's done a ton of research work and my dad knows him well. You know, My dad, red raspberry grower Randy Honkoop up in the Linden area, uh, has a ton of respect for what Pat does does and and uh the entire industry has benefited so greatly from all of your work and research pat thanks for your time and more importantly thanks for everything that you've you put into this again years and years uh, of your career uh to get to this point and let's hope for the best with uh with cascade premiere right yeah thank you so much and it
1: looks like there's some more that should be coming out in the next few years but i may not be around for those (laughs) But they will get released.
0: We'll still bug you about it when they come out. How about
1: that? (laughs) Okay.
0: Thanks so much, Pat. We
1: appreciate it. Sure. Okay. Thank you.